If you are a teacher, parent, administrator, student, and or anyone who loves reconnecting children with nature, and you want to figure out how to cultivate learning gardens and nature-based curriculum, then this is the podcast, the Outdoor Classrooms Podcast. My name is Victoria Hackett. I am the founder of OutdoorClassrooms.com and the Secret Gardens Nature Classes. I love witnessing the magic that happens when children are playfully learning outdoors, observing the return of wonder and curiosity. Curiosity when children are interacting with nature is pure magic. This is the podcast that is going to help you capture children's interest and give you not only inspiration, but some real life strategies that are going to help you figure out how to use the outdoor space, your outdoor space, as a teaching tool so you can enlighten the playful learning experience for young children. Welcome to our Outdoor Classrooms community. The focus of this month's conversation is all about getting outdoors. This month, we are also collaborating with the Outdoor School Shop. The Outdoor School Shop's goal is to make it easier for parents and teachers by curating a selection of outdoor gears that are suitable for all kids regardless of the type of outdoor program they attend. In essence, it's the one-stop shop for outerwear that would live up to the heavy demands of outdoor schools. But they didn't stop there. The Outdoor School Shop also provides valuable content about the benefits of outdoor education and how to make the most of it for not only your family, but also your school. They have a comprehensive checklist of exactly what your kiddos will need for outdoor school based on your location. It's absolutely incredible. So the Outdoor School Shop is also the proud owner of the most comprehensive directory of outdoor-oriented schools and programs in North America. So if you're looking for an outdoor school for your child, their directory can help you find an outdoor school near you. Or if you are a school founder looking to get your program in front of interested parents, check to see if you are on the list. And if not, contact the Outdoor School Shop. So without further ado, I also want to let you know that if you're looking for outdoor gear, they are offering us a special, especially since we're going to be talking about mud and rain and all that today. I want you to go check out their, the Outdoor School Shop for all your needs and get keep your kiddos dry and outdoors and use the code podcast at checkout and get 20% off any full price item, any full price rain category item. So specifically, for that. So check that out. It's a great opportunity. Welcome back to the Outdoor Classrooms podcast. Today we are getting outdoors with mud, mud, glorious mud. So we are going to be talking about mud play and our topics for today. We're going to be answering a lot of questions and we're going to start with why mud play is worth the mess. What is mud play? Why mud play is more than just fun? We're going to talk about the benefits of mud. Why do kids love mud? But we're also going to talk about what is happening when children play in the mud besides getting dirty and building their immune systems. We're going to end and conclude, tie the knot with a bow, and really dig into how to prepare for mud play. But we're going to kind of weave throughout the entire episode. I've been sort of daydreaming about mud 
play and mindfulness and how important it is, especially in today's world where I see lots of sort of fake grass and I don't see mud and I don't see children playing in mud. And so we're going to talk about that as well. Let's get started. Let's first start in asking the question, did you play in the mud as a child? What was that like? Do you have those memories? If you did, you are so fortunate because those memories will carry through with you and hopefully have an impact on the way you approach uh, allowing today's children to play in the mud. So mud play is a is wonderful memories, but it also has incredibly tremendous benefits. So we're going to be talking about that today as well. Why is mud play worth the mess? It's messy. It definitely is messy but it's worth it. So research is showing us that mud play of all the outdoor learning stations that are out there in our outdoor classrooms, that mud kitchens and mud play, that that is the area that benefits all of the domains of development. So they're developing and benefiting socially, emotionally, cognitively, and physically. So thinking about that, it's completely worth it. We're going to dig a little bit deeper into that as we go on. But first I want to ask that question, what is mud play? What is mud play? Mud play is, might be that place where adults are looking at, they're like, oh, yep, that's the place where I feel really uncomfortable and I don't want kids to go there because there's the cleanup and kids might get miserable because they're going to get wet and dirty and it's just a muddy old mess and I don't want to have to deal with the extra laundry. That's not mud play. That's a worried adult thinking, I don't want to go there. So that's not the mud play that we're talking about. Mud play is usually done in a mud kitchen. It's a mixture of dirt and water. When they're mixed together, they make beautiful, beautiful, glorious mud. There's in the mud kitchen, there's old pots and pans that are added for children to make mud pies and truly anything else they desire that can be recycled and reused in a mud kitchen. So children in this space, they get to squish, they get to dig, they get to push, they get to pull, pour, they get to add water, and so on and so on and so on. The beauty is mud play is completely open-ended. So when we think of mud play as an adult, we may think of it as this miserable place. But for children, and maybe playful adults, it's a beautiful open-ended space where there is so much happening. And children these days need this space more so than ever. I'm going to be preaching this today because I I can just dribble off all the benefits and all the wonders and, and the wonderful things that happen in kitchen and mud play. But what I really want to underscore all of this with is the incredible need for this type of play. And if we do it right, if we change our, our mindset and Sometimes we have to change our children's mindset because a lot of children are afraid to get dirty. So we're going to be talking about the benefit of mud play. So there's been an amazing amount of variety of different studies and research that is actually showcasing that playing in the mud and the, and the organisms that are inside the mud, inside the mud, and mud is free, that that is having this incredible effect on our immune systems if we're playing in there with the kids and our children's immune systems. So the germs that are actually found in the mud, those environments are helping our kids. They're less stressed. 
It's helping their, if they have ADD, attention deficit disorder, it's helping calm them. So thinking about all the different things that are happening in today's world, and if we can simply introduce mud play organically, that that's going to actually help our world become a better place to provide more love because the kids that are in there are happier. So thinking about all that, it's it's a simple remedy, but a lot of this has to do with our mindset around it. So again, back to the benefits. Up to 50% of children may have illnesses that cause wheezing and other problems during the first three years of life. Can you believe that? 50%, half of the children are getting these symptoms that they're wheezing, different things are happening. First three years of life. So that means that our youngest children, infants and toddlers, need to go out and play in the mud. I know what you're saying. I can hear your voices, but they eat the mud. They eat it. I can't, I have to close it up. No, no, no. I can't deal with it. So figuring out different ways that children can play with the water and play with the, mix it with a little bit of mud. That gets to the point, getting the right texture where they're not going to want to eat it. They're going to want to play with it. They're going to want to sift their hands in it. They're going to want to introduce things that may be a colander and or there's so many different things that you can add to that mud kitchen that is going to allow those infants and toddlers, even just putting their hands in a bucket uh, and having them feel it and having them squish it. They're also saying that gut health, gut health is a good thing, that there's a medical study in Finland where children have were studied, some children that were exposed to a lot of nature and a lot of natural spaces versus children that were not. I mean, there's pro, there's programs out there that that don't have even real grass. They have turf as they're using as their as their grass. So thinking about those two scenarios, they're finding that the children that were exposed to the natural spaces have a stronger gut health. That means they have a stronger immune system. They're going to fight off all of those those yucky germs that you don't want. Emotional health and creativity. So there's more sensory play that's available in mud play. And so this obviously is going to boost creativity and imagination. So really allowing kids to just ah, be free, let them do it. And what's also interesting, what educators are finding that they're finding that the mud kitchen is an important teaching tool. So we're going to get into that a little bit more later. But imagine just the fact that mud or dirt is free and that if we mix it with a little bit of water, that's free too. So really thinking about how we can incorporate that and then even thinking about how that can be, the mud kitchen can be played in throughout all the seasons that the water turns into ice and how that changes the learning. And so why do kids love mud play? So again, I want to look at this question as the fact that it's open-ended and that mud play encourages creative thinking and it allows children to freely create without the fear of making mistakes. So there's that that aspect of it. But then I want you to ask that same question in mind. And again, many of you have had mud kitchens and you know a lot of this, but I really want you to dig deeper and ask that question of in today's world, in a In today's world, why doesn't every single school have a mud kitchen? Why doesn't every single school have offer children the opportunity to play in the mud? They love it. So we know that they love it. We know that there's research. What is holding this back? And you know what it is? It's us. Oh, it's too difficult. Oh, there's too much cleanup. Oh, there's there's that barrier. So we need to break that barrier down. 
we need to create more opportunities where children are able to play in the mud because today's world needs it desperately because children, while they're playing in the mud, they love it so much and they they are so drawn to it like a magnet because they are gaining a sense of self. They're building a strong, strong inner sense of competency and it's inclusive for all children. So here we are, we're trying to figure out how to educate and how to do, how to teach these kids these things and, and with the pandemic and everything that's been happening in our children's world. Oftentimes, it's the most simple things that we can bring to our center. So why, and if you already have a mud kitchen, how can you embellish it? How can you, how can you take it to the next level? And that's what we're here for. What else is happening when children play in the mud besides getting dirty and besides building their immune systems? So the first word that comes to mind is messy, playful, learning. So what does that mean? Messy, playful learning. So we got messy. So we know messy means because they're in the mud. They're playing in the mud and they're probably in a mud kitchen. And playful is just their play. They're enjoying their freedom. They're enjoying being in the, I I mean, there's nothing better than watching a child in the zone and sort of so focused on what they're doing. And then you've got the learning. And the best part about learning is when it's playful. So they're enjoying it. So what's happening in in the mud kitchen? So we can look at math. They are measuring. They are counting. They're cooking, essentially, with their their mud pies. There's so much math that can go on in, in that spectrum. Depending on the age and the stage of the child, the mud kitchen can become a flower store. Then you're starting to sell things. So all of that math is completely possible. Science. Oh, the other day I saw one child pouring a bucket of mud into another bucket and making sure it was a certain way. And I saw another child adding on to a mud pie and watching it dribble, dribble, dribble off the table. It was beautiful. Those are all different experiments and making these wonderful cognitive connections in their little brains. So you think it's nothing's going on. There's so much going on. And this is why we need to have more mud kitchens in all our schools. This is why we need to embrace getting dirty. So engineering If you added a scale, which is a tool, an engineering tool to your outdoor mud kitchen, they could weigh things. Oh, wow. Huh? That's a a lot of curiosity and wonder goes with that. Then there's art. Oh, I love art. Bringing old petals to your mud kitchen so they can dress up the mud pies, bringing flowers from the garden so they can make arrangements on the table, all sorts of decorating a recipe, all different types of art that you can integrate into the mud kitchen. So in terms of the domains, which we talked about a little bit earlier, social emotional, I see it every day. I see kids figuring out how to share and collaborate with their friends. Sometimes they don't want to share something. So really figuring out how to do that. That's key, key thing to learn for a young child, even for adults. Uh, setting up, so we had an, a, one of the child, he was he set up the chairs around our makeshift table in our mud kitchen. And this was a child that loves to sort of play alone. And at one moment, he decided that he wanted everybody around the table. It was sort of like he created this sort of Thanksgiving. He got all these buckets that we could sit on and he brought them all over and he invited everybody in and we all sat there and ate mud pies. It was fabulous. 
It was fabulous, but it was all organic. It came from the child. The child created that scene when he was ready to do it, but the mud kitchen gave him the opportunity. So physical development. Children are lifting heavy pots. They're pouring them. They're building confidence in pouring these heavy pots. And that's huge. It's a very difficult thing to do. And I've seen kids in my program grow. Initially, they could not do it when they first started, but now they're like masters. It's incredible. And finally, cognitive development, thinking about all the thinking skills that are going on. For example, if you had a recipe inside your mud kitchen, children following the recipes. So young children can follow the pictures of the things that need to go into their pot. And maybe you have the words for the older children. A lot of thinking going on there. So there's a lot of things that are happening in the mud kitchen. Biggest question is we go back to when we started this conversation, which was, oh, yes, I, I'm not going to go outside. It's raining. It's muddy. It's it's too difficult. I, I, I can't do it. So that's mindset. That's our mindset. The dream. The dream being that all children not only have access to an outdoor classroom in every single school and every single home, even take it further, they have access to this outdoor space. And within that outdoor space, there is a mud kitchen for mud play. And I believe that's the answer. That's the secret sauce. So we as educators and parents, as facilitators, as administrators, we who are in the, the, those roles where we can make change and advocate, we need to change our mindset around mud, <laughs> around getting dirty, around and we need to embrace it. And we need to listen to the stories of folks that are uneasy about mud. I had a parent that came in and was telling me about a neighbor. She had her two boys and she was talking about at home, they brought out the water table and how the two boys sort of were adding different mud to the water table. And they had they were covered head to toe. And she knows, she's an educator. She knows the benefit of mud play. And so she was telling me and she goes, it was fascinating because her neighbor came over and they weren't necessarily on the same page. Oh, it's very dirty. Oh, I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to do an extra load of wash. Oh, I don't want to blah, blah. Uh, I don't want, I don't, I don't, I don't. There's the barrier. So that poor child didn't really get to experience that freedom of being in mud, in the water, in play, in covered, laughter, joy, all of that good stuff that comes with it. So thinking about that piece, mindset, 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 what is holding you back? So it might be that you don't have activities, you don't have a mud kitchen. So you might want to make a mud kitchen. So we're not going to talk about that in today's episode, but we have resources at outdoorclassrooms.com that can help you with just that. We have a Mud Kitchen Madness one-hour workshop, which is absolutely fabulous. If you want to be inspired, if this podcast is inspiring you and you want to get more ideas and things that you can, even if you want to, if you have a Mud Kitchen and you want to up-level your Mud Kitchen, that's a fabulous workshop too, especially now, now that it's we're recording this in April. So April showers bring May flowers. So it's a great time to dig into that. If you want to dig a little bit deeper, I have a more than mud pies making a mud kitchen masterclass or an e-course, whatever you want to call it. But it will walk you through the steps of really making an, an organic mud kitchen. So now they have all these mud kitchens that you can sort of go out and buy. And I, it's nice. It's very nice. But 
I like not spending that money because I think that you can organically make a mud kitchen from scratch and you don't have to be a big carpenter or have a carpenter around to do it. I think you need a couple pots and pans and a flat surface and a lot of creativity. So that class will help you do that. So that's the second thing. So we've got mindset, we've got make a mud kitchen. The next thing is to get the right gear for mud play. There is nothing better than watching the confidence in children when they are properly dressed. And again, it's that quote, there's no such thing as bad weather, just inappropriate clothing. So thinking about the right gear that they can have, and there are these wonderful muddy buddies and all-in-one rain suits that kids can get that you just sort of, they just zip it up and there you go. They are free to get as dirty and muddy and wet as possible and to stay comfortable. So finding that gear, which we'll talk a little bit more about, and then also creating system. It's again, acknowledging the fact that there might be a block, if there's a block for you, like, oh, I just don't want to get them dirty because this is such a pain to clean up. The cleanup is so much. So really thinking about systems. What are your systems? Can you spray the stuff down in, in the mud kitchen? Can you just leave it there muddy? Can you, what, what would that system be? And then also what's the system in terms of dressing and making sure your ki- kids are properly um, in gear? So this month, as I said before, we are, are collaborating with the Outdoor Schools Shop, which is the perfect month too, because this whole month we're talking about getting outdoors. And they are offering us a 20% off the entire full price rain category. So this is a really good time to check it out. And all you have to do is use the coupon podcast. So just put podcast at checkout and you will get 20% off any of the rain gear in the shop. So I hope you take advantage of that. In this mud kitchen, mud play, mud, mud, glorious mud episode, we talked about a lot. And to summarize, I want to say that we know now that mud play is worth the mess. (laughs) It's worth the mess. And mud play is as simple as playing with dirt and water. Mud play is more than just fun. It has huge benefits, huge benefits. And kids love mud because it equals freedom to them. Can you imagine in this world today, offering this to a child with everything that's going on? This is such a simple offering and it's not something that would cost not even that much money. You can get donations and put a mud kitchen together. So even as adults, can we join them? It really equals up to messy, playful learning. And I think that goes for both children and adults. I think it's even more fun if we can get just as dirty as they they do. Uh, In conclusion, I'm going to tell you a little secret. The secret to success is preparation. Prepare, prepare, prepare. So thinking about what you need, assessing what you need, this is what we are here for at OutdoorClassrooms.com. You can find something, everything on our website. You can check us out. You can dig a little bit deeper. You can email me if you want and you have a question. Email me at Victoria at Outdoor-Classrooms.com. I would happy to answer any questions. But it's very important to think about the right gear and invest in the right gear. And if you haven't 
listen to Alyssa Marsh's episode, that's worth listening to as well, because she'll really dive a, a lot deeper into gear. I hope you have a wonderful day. Get out and play in the mud, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. To keep the conversation going, connect with me on Instagram. I'm always looking for an excuse to talk about outdoor classrooms. If you are looking for support in launching, managing, sustaining your outdoor classroom, join us in the Outdoor Classroom Circle membership community. We are so excited about that space and holding a container for you to ask questions and to grow your outdoor teaching practice. And if you are inspired by this episode about mud, mud, glorious mud, you can dip your toe even deeper into this topic in our one-hour workshop. You can find that in our workshop library. And if you would like to dig even deeper, uh, we have a wonderful masterclass on making a mud kitchen. Enjoy that. Check that out. It's great, great resources if you are a member of the circle you get access to those courses as part of your membership. So that is something to consider. And again, don't forget the Outdoor School Shop and the special uh, coupon using podcast at checkout and to get all your rain gear for playing in the mud. See you soon.